the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. That's called being imitators of Christ. God gave us an admonition and an invitation to all of his children who he loves dearly. After being born again, God gave the admonition and the invitation to all his children. That is to be imitators of him and to live our lives like Jesus did. Since our being imitators of him is what God plans for me and you to do, then being imitators of God ought to be our plan for ourselves too. And being imitators of Christ is how we do what God wants all of us to do. We ought to purpose within ourselves and do everything we can do to be imitators of Christ like the Father wants us to do. Each and every one of us who are born again ought to purpose in ourselves that our lives will represent and demonstrate everything that God wants our lives to represent and demonstrate. So we can demonstrate to everyone in this world that it's the life that's lived in Christ. That's the life that should be lived by every man, boy, woman, and girl. So that that can happen, God told us what needs to happen. We need to live our lives being imitators of Christ. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. God wants to get us to the point where we love righteousness hate, iniquity. Jesus did it. That's that high priest, praise God. And we're supposed to be uh, imitators of him and we're supposed to do it too. If you want to live a sinless life like he did too, you got to learn to love righteousness and hate iniquity. You got to learn to love what's right, the rightness of everything. And you got to learn to hate, I said hate iniquity. I said hate iniquity. When you hate iniquity, I can show you better than I can tell you. Anybody in here got a vegetable that they hate? I mean hate. Anybody? Hands, please. Hands. Anybody? Powerful woman to go out over here. Praise God. Yes, my blessed sister. What, 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 what vessel do you hate? Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Oh, my goodness. High five. High five. Amen. Brussels sprouts. When was the last time you had Brussels sprouts? Years. She said years since she had Brussels sprouts. Somebody else give me a vegetable that they hate. Yes, sir. Okras. Okras. Oh, he said anything more than one okra is too much. Okras. Praise God. When was the last time you had some okra, young man? You can't even remember when you had some okra because he hates it. Somebody else, somebody else. Wait, that's I, I wouldn't go back there, but y'all way back there. Praise God. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Beats. Beats. You don't like beats? Amen. Beats. When was the last time? I can tell you about your face. I don't know. When was the last time you had beats? When I was seven. When you were seven? About eight years ago, nine years ago. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, let me at least make it legal. Praise God. Amen. I mean, 11 years ago, 12 years ago. I apologize. Anyway, 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 friend, it's a long, 
hour ago. But since she had bees. Why? Because he ate them. Now somebody tell me a vegetable or food they love. Sir. Broccoli. You love broccoli? Good man. When was the last time you had some broccoli? Yesterday. Yesterday. That's a little bit more recent, praise God. Somebody else. Yes, sir. When's the last, what's, what's, what's food you like? Yams. Yams. Watch out. Now I can see about a smile on the field when she pointed and she said, oh, yeah, he do. He love him some yams. When was the last time you had some yams? Last Friday. Yes, Friday. Praise God. She say spinach. When's the last time you had spinach? Yesterday. Yesterday. Somebody else. Praise God. Yes, sir. Corn. Corn. When's the last time you had corn? Two days ago. Two days ago. French, watch yourself. Not cooked, I'm, I hope. Praise God. Amen. When was the last time you had it? Yesterday. Yesterday. Look at her laughing. Every day. Listen to her. What now, now, did you notice something here? Come on. Pay attention to detail. The stuff that folk hated, they can't even remember when they did it. The stuff they loved was just recently, and they got a grin on their face looking like, and I'm about to hit it today. Stop. When you learn to hate iniquity, like you hate them vegetables and stuff, I said, I'll ask you, when was the last time you did that? I can't even remember. When I was seven. Praise God. Is anybody hearing me? And I said, when was the last time you act righteousness? Today? <laughs> And you'll be laughing just like she did. <laughs> because you loved it, praise God. See, the problem is, is too many saints still love iniquity and hate righteousness. That's why you get irritated about coming to church. That's why you come to church so late, because you still don't love righteousness yet. Don't get quiet up on me up in here. Give me one loud hallelujah. Okay, it's still working. It ain't broke, praise God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me up in here? But if it's iniquity, we love it. Ooh, we love it. That's why it's so hard to stop sinning. Because you still love it. God created a binary world. I said God created a binary world. It's either on or it's either right or we either doing it or. So where does less fit in? It fits in on the still doing side. It fits in on the I still love it side. I don't love it as much as I used to, but I still love it. <laughs> I don't love it as much as I used to. I could, I got a little bit more information now. But at the same time, is anybody looking? <laughs> Let me still go enjoy myself. I'm teaching up in here like a mug. Are you listening to it? The way to stop it is to stop loving it. The way you stop loving it is start loving what God loves. Because when you love what God loves, you will automatically hate what God hates. And God hates sin. He hates sin. And you will too. We in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. It says, Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, have anointed thee with the oils of gladness above thy fellows. That's what God wants to do. He wants to anoint you like that. See, Jesus loved that which was of God and hated that which was not of God. That's, what, that's why he was able to do what it is he do. So if you're going to be imitators of him, you got to do it the way he did it too. Turn to John chapter 5. 
Oh, there's some good teaching, praise God. I got a little, little, little bit more, just a little bit more. Come on, stay with me. Y'all with me? John chapter 5. Hallelujah. John chapter 5. See, it's because of his love for the Father that Jesus didn't do anything other than what his Father did. John chapter 5, verse 16. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Bible says. It says, and therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus. They went off on him, had problems with him, and sought to slay him. Wait a minute, the same one that came to save him? Yeah. Why? Because they didn't want to do it. They want, he wanted them to do it a way other than they wanted to do it. Because he had done these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, my father worketh hitherto, and I worketh. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him. Because he not only had broken the Sabbath, they little rules, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. How dare he? Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, show enough, show enough. I ain't playing, I ain't lying, I ain't fluffing, and I ain't bluffing. I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. For what things soever he doeth, likewise also doeth the son likewise. These things doeth the son likewise. For the father loveth the son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these, that ye may, be, that ye may marvel. Now, I'm not going to go into the greater works right now, because I don't want you to deal with that. I want you to deal with this. God loved him enough to show him all things. To show him all things means he shows him what he likes, what he don't like, what he appreciate, what he don't appreciate, what he want him to do, what he don't want him to do, how he's supposed to conduct himself, how he ain't supposed to conduct himself, etc., etc., etc. That's called love. Oh, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, who's given us the privilege to be sons of God, who will tell us what we ought to do, what we not do, what we should do and what we should not do, how we should conduct ourselves. Oh, you just hating on me. You're always telling about what we shouldn't do. You're just, you just hating on me. You're always telling me what, what, I, what I shouldn't be doing. You condemning me. Excuse me. I'm loving you. See, you might have had old jack leg pastor that didn't love you before, but you got one that love you now. And my loving you isn't to avoid subjects. My loving you isn't to tiptoe around what you do. My loving you is not to be able to not speak about the thing that it is you do. If I love you, I will tell you what, what ought not be. And I'm going to tell you, do because the father loved Jesus and told him everything he needed to know. I love you, and I'm going to make sure you know everything you're supposed to know. If you had a big greenie hanging out of your nose, hanging off of a, 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 a piece of snot look like spaghetti, and it's just wave, waving back and forth and stuff like that. Wouldn't you want me to tell you? And if I said I loved you, how could I say I love you and not tell you? If I see that, I'm supposed to tell you about that. Hey, you know, get your nose, get your nose. Praise God. And you're like, what, what? Now turn a mirror around. That's what the word of God is. It's a mirror. I turn a mirror around and I show you. And you're like, oh, my, oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just like you're supposed to do. Don't be like, don't turn that mirror around at me. Don't be trying to hit me with that word. Don't be trying to tell me that you don't love me. See, I need to go find me a church where the, where the pastor don't love me. Who would just let me stay in my stupidity and ignorance and live less than what God intended for me. Well, you ain't got one like that up in here. I said, are you listening to me up in here? I love you enough to tell you the truth. Because it's the truth that's going to set you free. 
It's that truth that's going to get rid of that green ink. It's that truth that's going to be able to allow you to be able to line up like you're supposed to. And I'm supposed to tell you that because that's love. Are you listening to me up in here? But you listen to old twisted teaching that tell you that I ain't supposed to do that. Oh, see, he just condemning you. He trying to give you works to do. Yeah, I'm giving you a work to do. Get that greenie out your nose. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you look crazy. Is anybody hear me up here? Amen. And you're too beautiful to have that hanging off of you. You look too good to have that hanging off of you. And you look too good and you're too beautiful of a person to have that sin still on you. Get it off you. Here's a mirror. It's called the word of God. I'm going to show you you so you can see what you're supposed to look like and how you already do. Are you listening to me up in here? Somebody say, now that's love. Say, that's the kind of pastor I like. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turn over to John chapter 8. Hallelujah. See, Jesus gave the choice to not do. Jesus made the choice to not do anything other than what his father told him to do. And, and that choice was motivated by love. That's both the love for his father and the love for those whom he was sent to save too. That was both the love for his father and the love for those he was sent to save too. That's how we're supposed to be. If we truly love you as a congregation, we love you too much to not tell you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? We love you enough, too much to not avoid the, uh, subjects like that. We avoid nothing up in here. Praise God. If you don't like it, the door ain't locked. Praise God. And I'm not saying that in a negative state. Praise God. I'm just telling you, you ain't trapped. Praise God. But I'm going to tell you the truth so that you can be free. Because live the life that God intended for thee, the one he died for you to be able to live. John chapter 8. Let's look at verse 29. It says, then said Jesus unto them, when ye have lifted up the son of man, then shall ye know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself. But as my father hath taught me, I speak these things. And he that sent me is with me. And the father have not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. Notice Jesus said, I do always those things that please him. Now we can focus on the other things. I just want to focus on that part right now. Jesus always did those things that please God, which means if it pleased God, he said, I did it. Why? Because of the love I have for him. See, because of his love for his father, Jesus lived a life in a way that demonstrated his love and respect for his father. It demonstrated his love and respect for his father. I was telling an earlier service today, praise God. I remember one time, I'm going to give you an example. One of my oldest daughters, praise God, my oldest daughter, excuse me, my oldest daughter, praise God, I allowed her to go over to somebody's house and spend the night one day. Praise God, uh, spend, yeah, spend the night one day, you know, praise God. And, and so I must have really trusted this person because I, I didn't let them spend the night at everybody's houses. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because you had to live a life just like I live. Praise God. And I know I need to know you can pray the devil off of him if he jump up on him. Praise God. In order for me to leave him in your house by yourself. Oh, no. See, I go over there, but you ain't leaving him by himself. Praise God. He'd be like, come on, you're going home. Praise God. But this time I let one go. Praise God. But I've taught him and trained him what to do, how to conduct themselves when they're in a the house outside of mine and what they ought to do. And I remember, I remember I sent them over to this person's house, you know, a person who has a name that you would think that it was like, well, I know they ain't got nothing to worry about there. But then my child came back after it was over and said, Daddy, he said, they, 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 you know, in order to have fun, they ordered a pizza and then they put on this movie. And this movie is one of those movies you told me I ain't, I'm not supposed to be watching. So I said, baby, what'd you do? And she said, I did exactly what you told me to do. I, I excused them. I didn't disrespect them. I just said, well, you know, I just, can I, is it okay if I go in the other room and read right now or something else? And can I go in the room, other room and do something else? And so they allowed her to go in the other room, and she went over and read, and she just read a Bible and did some other things. Praise God. Praise God. Rather than watch this filthy, uh, uh, this movie different than I think that should have been watched. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
And I said, good job, baby. You honored and respected your father and did what your father said, dude. Because it's irrelevant what everybody else is doing. What did your daddy tell you to do? See, it's irrelevant what everybody else is living and how they living. How did your daddy tell you to live? And she lived the way I told her to live. That's what God is expecting from each and every one of us. Obedient children. Obedient children. That regardless of what everybody else is doing, I don't care what other church folk doing. I don't care what other fo- churches doing. I don't care what they did at your old church. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. What did your daddy say? Do? That's how we're supposed to be living our lives. Are you listening to me up in here? And that's what God is expecting of me and you. That's what Jesus did, and that's what we do too. That's what, but we got to know what the Father says in order to do what the Father says. We got to know what the Father said to do what the father said. That's what the problem is, is a lot of us don't know what the father said, so we can't do what the father said. But I'm so glad that up in here, up in here, up in here, we learning to do what the father said. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We're almost through. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Just stick with me for a moment, another moment or two. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. See, because of what Jesus did for us, we're supposed to live our lives under him, not under us. See, she could have lived her life under herself. I'm, I'm here now. Now daddy ain't here. I can do what I want to do. But she chose to live under me, not under them. Second Corinthians chapter 5, and that's what you're supposed to do too. Verse 14 says, For the love of God, for the love of Christ constraineth us, because we, that, we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that, that or reason why, that, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Let me read it again. Verse 15. And that he died for all that, which means this is the reason why he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and arose again. He's saying, now, now that I died for you, this is what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to live to yourself no more what you like, what you appreciate, what you like to do. You're supposed to live unto me now, the one that died for you. See, to live our lives under him means living our lives in honor of him, doing what he likes and what he wants us to do. Whereas living our lives unto ourselves means living our lives honoring ourselves and what we like to do or what we want to do. See, when he died for us, he paid the cost to be the boss. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because it was him who saved the lost. He the one that saved me and you. He the one that brought us out of the slave market of sin. And he didn't buy us out of the slave market of sin to go back in. Yes, yes, he did not save us out of the, out of, from the power of darkness to go get back in darkness. How about this? He didn't buy you out to live so you can live the way you want to. He bought you out to live the way he want to. Hallelujah. Imagine uh, you just bought a, a brand new car of, of, of your choice, paid cash for it. Somebody give me the reason why you b- would buy a car. Somebody, why, why would you buy the car? Somebody said to drive it. Good, good answer. To drive it. You, you bought it to drive it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now imagine this car had a voice of its own though. And then you bought the car, drove it home. Praise God. Put it in the, in the garage, the garage. Praise God. So you can drive it when you want to. Do what you want to with it because it's yours. You paid for it. Praise God. But then you come to the garage and it's gone. And it's sitting in somebody else's garage. You call the police. Somebody done ripped off my stuff. Hallelujah. Then you go to talk to the, 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 the car in somebody else's garage. You say, yo, car, what you doing over here? Oh, I want it to be over here. 
Look, this is my life. I'll do what I want to do with it. What would you say to that car? Fool? He said, I bought you to do with you what I want to. I didn't buy you so you can do what you want to do. I bought you so you can do what I want you to do. Now that's a car. Same principle. God didn't buy you to do what you want to do. God bought you to live the life he wants you to. He paid for it. Oh, what love he has bestowed upon us that he gave us the chance to be sons of God. Remember, we get a chance to now live the Zoe, God kind of life. It's a higher kind of life. I know you hesitate. I know you inhale while I'm saying this. But you kids, you still stuck on the fact that the life that God has for you is less than the life that you have for you. But you got to understand that the life that God has for you is greater than the life that has for you, that you have for yourself. So when he say live unto me, he's talking about live a better life, greater life, not a lesser life. Because I have not seen, ear have not heard, nor have it entered into the hearts of man. The things that God has prepared for them that love him. God loved you enough to make it available to you. Now love him back so he can give it to you. God wants you to live a specific life that's better than the life that he has you to live. And that's a holy life. Drama free, problem free. Anointed with the oil of gladness. Where you're not walking around with no sadness. But God said you got to do it my way. I'm teaching up in here. You don't have to do it your way. In essence, it's to live our lives like Jesus. If we don't live our lives unto our, uh, if we don't live our lives unto Him, but we live our lives unto ourselves, then in essence, it's for us to live our lives just like Jesus never did anything for me and you. Well, we be living just like He never died for me and you. We said it's still my thing. I do what I want to do. You can't tell me who to sock it to. Yes, you can, Isaiah. I mean, excuse me, Isley brothers. Yes, you can, because Jesus paid for you. And Jesus telling you, it's so that I can take you to a better life, a better life, a greater life, a more magnificent life than you got for you. So you, if you live a life for you, you're going to go back to your old lust. If you live a life for you, you're going to go back to the old stuff that you used to trust. If you live a life for you, you're going to keep doing what you used to do because you already thought you was right in what you do. The Bible say every man think he right in his own eyes. The Bible said there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. He said, I came that you might have life. I'm trying to get you off of that road to death, and I'm trying to get you on to a, a, life, a, a road to nothing but the life that I've got in store for you. But you got to live a life unto me in order to do what I'm telling you to do. Is anybody hearing me up in here? See, we're supposed to live this thing the way God wants us to do. But in order to do that, I'm going to quickly tell you how to do that. Because some of y'all are going to go, how do I do that? I'm glad you asked. First Peter chapter 4. Then we're going to, then we through. First Peter chapter 4. Well, how do I do that? He said, for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin that he no longer should live the rest of his life in the flesh to the lust of of men, but to the will of God. He said, this is what you do. For all of you who Christ suffered in the flesh to be able to set you free, he said he needs you to arm yourself likewise with the same mind. Arm yourself likewise with the same mind. See, because of what Jesus Christ did for me and you, we're supposed to live a life of sinlessness too. But Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does desire for you and me to be imitators of Him. I hope that you're seeing that this door of opportunity to be like Him 
that God has opened for me and you is a door of opportunity that should definitely be walked through by me and you. A door of opportunity that we'll be so glad we walk through when we do by being more and more like the God who loves us, saved me and you. Now, I don't know about you, but I plan to be as much like him as I can be. I hope you make the same decision and do the same thing like me. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just got that to church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your New Year's resolution is to draw closer to God, I got just a thing for you. We invite all of you to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters, that's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late, that's if you want to play. Childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the Brothers Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the road to you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad to do it, and they will too. So come on through and let the Brothers Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.